this episode of Community Matters Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, Executive Director of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. We're taking a bit of a different approach with some of our podcasts for this year, 2022. In addition to the informational and educational podcast interviews that you're used to hearing in this space, we'll be including chats with CAI chapter leaders. And to start off, I'm excited to have with me today as my first guest, the president of the CAI Keystone chapter, Nicole Scarrow, CMCA, EBP, we'll explain those designations, with CIT Bank. Nicole, I'm glad you could join me today on Community Matters Podcast. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and I'll let you explain what those letters stand for. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it's putting putting me to the test right off the bat. So I'm Nicole Scarrow. I am the regional account executive slash vice president um, for CIT Bank, specifically for our community association banking division. And I cover New Jersey, New York, um, Delaware, and of course, Pennsylvania. Um, so a little bit about myself. I have uh, a husband of seven years. I have three dogs, two cats, and about 10 chickens. Um, I love fast cars, loud music, and I actually just got myself a drum set. So I'm learning the drums. And my designations are CMCA and EBP. EBP is the Educated Business Partners. Um, That was something that I took a few years ago, and I think it's a great stepping stone for any business partner that's either entering the industry or has been in the industry for a number of years. Gives a great overview of the community association um, industry and just what it entails to be a business partner in this industry. And then April of 2021, I went on to get the CMCA designation. And uh, this is more specific to community association managers, but it's something that I decided to do so that I could um, understand my clientele and understand the managers uh, in the industry and the challenges that they come across and the information that they need to know and have at their fingertips. Well, that's interesting. I appreciate that. I did not know about the drums, so it must be loud in your house these days. (laughs) It definitely is. And it's not good. <laughs> Hopefully at some point it will be, but not yet. I'm, I'm sure it will be. You, you can be the musical entertainment at the uh, Excellence Awards Gal at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so let me start with an interesting question. This is an interesting question for anyone. Uh, and I want to ask you, how did you end up in the community association industry? So it's interesting. I actually went to school for interior design and I learned um, drafting. So I started out as a technical draftsman for an engineering firm. Um, Ultimately, I landed my first job with uh, Falcon Engineering or the Falcon Group, and I was their CAD manager. And they slowly introduced me to people in the industry. Um, They slowly introduced me to the industry in general. It took me a while to kind of grasp all the nuances of it. Um, And then before I knew it, I moved into the banking aspect of it about nine years after being at Falcon. And I've been in the banking end for about four years altogether. Um, So I fell into it backwards, just like everybody else did, does to some degree. That is that is true. Everybody falls into it backwards. So, Nicole, what does CIT do? Is it a traditional bank with a section that deals only with community associations? 
So it's actually interesting timing. Um, we are CIT, which is now officially as of January 4th, we are a division of First Citizens Bank. Um, we are a traditional bank. Um, First Citizens is actually based out of the Carolinas. Um, and we are now very proud to be a part of that company. Um, and we do um, pretty much every kind of banking. But my specific division focuses solely on community associations. That's all I do. That's the only banking I will claim to know outside of my own personal banking. Um, so we do pretty much everything from um, receiving homeowners payments, technology integration between banks and software companies. And then we also, for management companies in particular, and then we also do lending and investment plans as well. So Madam President, <laughs> <laughs> not many people get to serve on the chapter board of directors, let alone rise to the position of president. So how did you end up in the leadership of the chapter? It's that's a great question. Uh, I got involved, and that recognition and passion both grew through the years. I remember the first committee that I was on in Pennsylvania was a membership committee that existed years ago, and then gradually we started to talk about areas that needed a little bit of extra assistance. And we talked about Lehigh Valley for a little while, so I know we tried to kick off a Lehigh Valley council for a little bit, which just didn't seem to be the right fit at the right time. Um, but because of that and working with you and other leaders in, the, in, in this chapter, um, I think somebody took notice along the way. It was likely you <laughs> that, I am, that I get passionate and that I'll put the work in um, and that I genuinely care about this industry and the people in the industry and I want to see it succeed and I want us to get education out there. And I think that that became clear. Um, I remember meeting with Kathy Dunn when I was asked to put in an application for the board. And I sat with her and we talked um, very candidly about what it involved to be on the board because I didn't wanna to commit to something that I couldn't give 110% to. Um, so gradually just by being involved and following, if I set a goal, I followed through on it, built trust of the other leaders and gradually worked my way up to this position. Nicole, you mentioned in a social media post recently that on New Year's Eve, you went to bed realizing that when you woke up the next morning, you would be president of the chapter. Did you sleep much that night? <laughs> I did. Oddly, oddly, like, and it's New Year's, so I should have been awake until midnight, but I think I fell asleep around 930. I was, I was so excited once it clicked in, but I was, I, I just, I'm so comfortable with the way that our board runs and the way that our chapter staff runs that it the scary part is making sure that I keep maintain my energy. So that's that's my scared, my my little fear. But I we have an amazing chapter, and I couldn't ask for a better team to work with across the board. And our volunteers are all excited and stepping up. And um, so I I did sleep well, but I think that's because I truly have peace of mind that we're going to have a really rock star year and many years to come. Well, that's good to hear. And I don't think it's ever been an issue for you to, to maintain your energy. So I have no <laughs> doubts you, you will. <laughs> that's because I go to sleep at 9.30 on New Year's <laughs> <laughs> every other night. So tell our listeners, what are some of the goals that you have as president of the chapter for this year? Oh, we have a lot. Well, the chapter itself has a lot of goals. And then for me, myself, I wanted to set a few um a few goals that we could kind of get off the ground last year, we started our member engagement 
uh, ad hoc committee council that became um, became an official committee this year. And so we're going to see that take off. And that's just a goal to just continue to support that wherever I can. David Dahan, who's our uh, president-elect for this year, he's going to be running the show on that. And that's really exciting because that's going to help hopefully with retention, just excitement in general, and learning areas where we could potentially improve some areas where we might be able to um, just shift things a little bit. Um, so we're, we're really excited about that. We have... Um, We've recognized a major need for high-rise managers to be able to have uh, like a peer group or time where they can speak freely to each other, help each other through some of the specific challenges. And, and this came up primarily because of, obviously we know about the building collapse in Florida last year. Um, and by us talking about these high rises, we're able to open up to some of the other parts of the state as well, Pittsburgh, um, some of the other territories that we cover, Delaware, and also South Jersey and be able to include managers that possibly weren't able to be included before and feed off of each other. And then um, obviously manager education, we're gonna make a big push for trying to bring in new managers into the industry and educate and get them started off on the right foot. Um, for homeowner leaders, the same thing, great education. And so um, one additional idea that we have that we're excited about, we're not sure if it's gonna get off the ground this year or next year, but we know that historically the golf event has been predominantly men. So we're hoping to have a nine hole golf tournament or golf day for females um, in particular to support lack. So to raise awareness for the efforts that our lack works on, on a regular basis, and to get the ladies out for a day of enjoyment on the golf course, whether you can golf or not, because trust me, I can't golf. I didn't buy a set of golf course golf clubs this year. I bought drums. So that just tells you that I will not be able to golf at all, but I'm going to have fun out there on the golf course um, with all the fellow women in this industry, having a, a lovely day um, while we support lack. I think clearly we've, we've uh, determined how you can contribute from, from a musical perspective. You need to bring the drums to the ladies lack golf outing. <laughs> we do need music. Kicked out. Kicked out. Well, that sounds, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot and it's, and it's, um, it's good a lot. Um, yeah. As you know, from being on the board the last few years and being involved previously, we're, we're a busy chapter and, and um, I think busy is good. Busy is good. Um, all positive. It is all yeah. positive. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, you mentioned high rises and, and when, when we talk about high rises, everybody automatically defaults to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. um, there's high rises in the suburbs. There's a high rise probably two miles from where I live in Delaware County, there's high rises in, in Scranton and Harrisburg and Pittsburgh and probably Erie. And so you're right, that is a, um, there's high rises in Cherry Hill, there's high rises in Wilmington, all across our chapter territory. And, uh, and that's an important conversation that, that we wanna have. Yeah, um, Nicole, I've, uh, I've now served as executive director under 19 chapter presidents. You are the 20th mm -hmm. and without a doubt, at the end of the year, each of those 19 board presidents has made some comment to me about how fast their year as president went. So at the end of the year, when you look back on your term as president of the Keystone chapter, what do you hope to be able to say? I'm glad nobody quit. <laughs> 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 um, no, honestly, I want to 
look back and say, you know what, we got all of these ideas off the ground to whatever extent, to whatever level that they will get to, at least to be able to get some new uh, education going, to get some new managers into the industry, to be able to get some new uh, member engagement volunteers, to be able to know that we're going into maybe our second year of our LAC event. Um, I just want to show that we did progress and because we were going to do it all together no matter what, the enthusiasm is incredible. So we're going to all pull together and accomplish whatever we accomplish. So at the end of the day, I want to say we, we set these goals and we got them in motion and we might have some major roadblocks still with COVID and who knows what this year is going to bring, but at least if we can pull together, we're going to, we're going to get some stuff done, some good stuff done. And nobody's going to quit. Oh God. I hope not. (laughs) Well, it's going to be, it's going to be busy and, and, uh, as usual, probably an intense year. As you noted, we're still dealing with the global health crisis and that impacts so much of what we do. We have a full calendar of events coming up. Uh, There's no telling what surprises might pop up down the road. So when we get to next December and your successor, and you mentioned uh, our our president-elect this year is David Dahan with Highland Levin Shapiro. When he comes to you next year, end of this year to ask for advice, what would you tell him? You know, I had a great opportunity this year to get to know David on a much better, a much bigger level than I had ever gotten to know him before. Um, he's somebody with an exceptionally big heart and a really good listener. So I would just pretty much tell him to take it one day at a time and to keep his ears peeled because he's going to hear things that are going to either, that are going to encourage him, propel him forward, that are going to get him closer to the, the members of the chapter and just um, to embrace it. I'm, I'm sure he's going to do a phenomenal job. So he probably doesn't need to hear anything from me, but that's, that's what I would tell him is to just keep your ears open and embrace everything that everybody has to say. Good advice. Final question. Where do you want to go on vacation when your term as president comes to an end? Do I have to fly? Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know my fear of flying. Um, so where just somewhere warm with sand and a, and a cocktail. That's, the only criteria. So sunshine, sand, cocktail. All There's together. probably places that you can get to without <laughs> flying that meet all three of those criteria. Yeah. <laughs> outside of the Jersey Shore, though. So it's got to be something a little bit, a little bit better. But yeah, I'm anything with the, that criteria I'd be, I'd be up for. Well, that sounds good. We're looking forward to a really exciting year. Um, COVID notwithstanding, we hope we get past this soon. Nicole, thanks for joining me today Thanks for, uh, having for me. this episode of Community Matters Podcast. I know I'm not the only one who looks forward to your year as the leader of our chapter. And uh, all that I know, all, all that I know that we're going to accomplish together in 2022. And thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode. For more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.caikeystone.org. Thanks for listening.